0: baby yeah right but no you're absolutely right here this kind of feels uh maybe lazy a little bit
1: welcome to set Jetter Park <laughs> <laughs> Have some movie screenings
0: why not you know yeah at that point why not it's got to be Saturday somewhere it does sound familiar. It's Hilarious.
1: hold areas
0: to my new
1: <laughs> we did like five shows on this movie <laughs> my name is is Tom Cole. I mean, you bite your tongue if this is not it does not hold up.
0: You know, I like history too, and maybe when this is all over, you and I can stop by the souvenir shop together. It's a movie. Happy Saturday, Robert. Happy Saturday to you. How are you, sir? Doing pretty good. It is cold in Omaha. We're in the 30s right now, so Ooh. it's, yeah. risk It's wintertime.
1: It is the opposite here. It is in the 90s right Oof. now. Well, I don't.
0: Disgusting. Yeah. As, I mean, you guys have had enough of the 90s, so...
1: We've had enough of the 90s temperature-wise, not film-wise. I still I, need to watch Jurassic Park some
0: more. As soon as I said that came out of my mouth, I'm like, ugh. But, you know, we were just talking about 90s. You know, 90s thriller movies and TV movies, I mean, that, that, they were at their best then.
1: 100%. Totally agree. And I was, like, looking through... Um, watching trying to find something to watch the other day and you know how they give you like 90s binge suggestions yes there were some good ones but then freddy's dead was up there and i was gonna text you and i was like no i've beaten this joke to death and it's <laughs> it's so is that really a 90s binge worthy movie like hey twister jurassic park titanic freddy's dead
0: Freddy's Dead. like they, they're sneak it in they're trying to make get some money out of you <laughs> <sighs>
1: 90s binge but um, we have a great show today. You're listening to the podcast of Set Shedder Saturdays with Robert Patterson of set com. I'm Matthew Clark. And join us after the show for Pet Sitting Catter Days, where we talk about cats for two hours. <laughs> Murphy, Mabes, and Mary.
0: Wait, all M's. Do, I do watch a lot of cat videos. They're funny. You
1: know? they're, they're funny. They're adorable. Yeah. And whenever you meet somebody that's like, oh, I'm not really a cat person, do you start judging them like I do in your head right away? Like, Yeah.
0: That's mm-hmm? kind of like... You know, like we talked about before, like, you know, when you, you throw a certain movie as your litmus test and they're like, yeah, I did not like that. I'm like, yeah, we're we're not going to be friends.
1: So. It's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not a dog person. I, my parents had a dog. I love I like dogs. I'm just I don't like walking dogs and the attention. I'm just I have nothing against dogs, but I would never be like, oh, no, dogs are evil. You yeah. know, you meet some people and you're like, oh, cats. No, you're like, they're like the cutest, lovable like animals.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm a total cat person, and I grew up as a cat person, so.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, But we have a great show tonight. Um, Robert, you posted something I want to bring up on your Instagram, and I assume your Facebook page. It was Steven Spielberg's film. Yes. Was it
0: Duel? Duel, which was his first film. So even though it was a made-for-TV movie, um, it was supposed to be like a – I think it was supposed to be a filler or something like a a 45, 55-minute. And I think it was so good that they gave him more money to make it longer until um, a full-fledged TV movie of the week um, but they all because they released it actually in theaters abroad uh, technically that's considered his first feature film
1: I was that was my question I was curious about that because you, you've not seen it or I, I don't think yeah. so
0: yeah it's 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 still worth a watch it's people kind of kind of call it the jaws on the highway you know and, oh really yeah hmm you, you get, when out. you watch it, yeah, you'll you'll see a little bit like, you know, he was getting this, some lessons learned on creating suspense and uh, that yeah. truck is always out there. So
1: Kind of like comparing The Happening with The Visit and Shyamalan was setting us up with those two gems.
0: That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, so I, I posted in uh, there's a web Facebook for Santa Clarita history buffs or whatever so it's getting lots of traction there because a lot of it was filmed in there and and up in acton and all over the place so i, I now i went to these locations eight nine years ago so it's been so i'm just now <laughs> which i have all these kind of you know road you know desert road pics pics and i'm like at the time it made sense and now i'm trying to i just trying to match them up last night i'm like where was the scene and but anyway i've, I've heard, oh yeah oh yeah
1: you have to trace your steps yes like the barn in the S yes man
0: that's exactly right what it is those barns but are we hard have, to find
1: uh, yeah no harder than you you would think but uh we have a great show tonight we're going to tackle into the highest grossing films of 2009 and decide if they still hold up uh and then we're going to get into honorable mentions and i feel like the list has went down a little bit since the last show we, we were bad up and now it's trickling
0: yeah, the the top ten for sure. There's only a couple that I would really even still recommend. Um a little bit more in the honorable mentions, but um but yeah, we can we can start plowing through it. All right.
1: So do they still hold out? What do we have for number one, sir?
0: Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, which I assume <laughs> is Transformers two. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I, I wanna say it's Transformers three.
0: I I don't know. It's, no. it's, it's it's a bit loud, clattery uh movies so no it didn't i actually i think i did see this in the theater as well because you know like oh you know maybe it, it could be fun but yeah yeah
1: no it, it's um it's very clunky and i think we've talked about this before maybe it was this movie maybe it was something else but there's just too much thrown at you and you know none of it's real and that can only like really take you so far where you're like i get it you spent a lot of money on um you know, oh, it is the second uh, installation. Okay. You're right. Yeah, this I saw this theatrically too. It was right like after I moved to LA, and I remember just saying to my buddy, like, this is just too much going on. Um, it's just it's not even like entertaining. It's just like a, it's like a concert, and you're on some bad drug, and you're like, I just want to go home.
0: <laughs> now, granted, I was too old, you know, by the, when Transformers became a cart- it was a cartoon, I was in its heyday. I was well beyond that was i was not the target for that so so i I don't have any nostalgia for that transformers anyway that being said i did go to transformers night at universal studios one time
1: Uh, (laughs) did you really
0: yeah and and there is it's always weird to be in a place where there's a ton of fans for something and you really don't care at all um and people you know i always got like an some artists that from the comics and they made a Sketch and signed it, and I'm like, all right, let's put this in my bag. You know, like,
1: <laughs> all right, let's. Do it.
0: <laughs> Here's some, tra- you know, it's right. Strange, but I can't what? remember. I wanted to go to. There was something else going on. I thought, oh, the rides were open. It was like it was kind of cheap, so I thought, oh, I'll do that. And you were able to get into the park early, so. Um, Worship. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, I'll take you know the the tram tour or whatever, and and ride a couple rides and stuff like that. So.
1: So were you too? That makes sense. Were you too old for He-Man too back in the eighties?
0: Yeah, it was. I just became like just a, missed it. Yeah, because I, yeah, I was about fourteen at the time, and so and that was like. Then I that was obviously Friday Thirteenth Nightmare on Elm Street. The, right, these, that's what I was doing.
1: Yeah, yeah. no, I, I I was into He-Man, Transformers, and like GI Joe. I think until Ninja Turtles came out, and then I completely abandoned those other ones, and I never like went back. I was yep. I'm never. I'm not nostalgic for Transformers or He-Man or GI Joe, uh, but. And it's funny too if you remember in Ghostbusters too when um, Jason Reitman remember he's in the movie like is a little kid.
0: Nobody remembers Ghostbusters too, but go ahead. <laughs>
1: remember he goes, we want He Man, He Man, He Man. Oh uh, yeah. I feel like for 1989, He Man was kind of like out at that point. It Should have he been was, turtles.
0: Yeah, because by the time uh, the movie came out in '87, it was already out. Like they had like missed missed it by a good year and a half of. <laughs> Trying to get people right. in the theater, so by '89 they were they were just still using their 1985 script is the right.
1: problem. Right, that's exactly that was it. <laughs> um, okay, so Transformers does not hold up. Number two on highest-grossing films is Harry Potter and the Half-Assed Prince.
0: So half-blood prince. Pretty sure this is one where something happens, or something evil is happening, and they have to use magic to <laughs> fix the problem
1: <laughs> to save the day. Yes, I, and Harry has has a test of will. <laughs> of how far his powers can go this time.
0: And we're still talking about his parents. I don't
1: know. <laughs> right, it's like the Batman curse. You're just going to keep bringing up the parents every yeah. movie, regardless
0: of They the should plot. totally do. You know, Harry's mother should also have been warning pearls that would go flying every time <laughs> you mentioned her. <laughs> 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 every time. I thought, once, let's just like once. And I thought for Joker... I thought, well, maybe she was wearing pearls. I'm like, well, maybe no. I'm like, no. He actually had to put the gun. He had to lift the pearls under the gun in order for them to uh,
1: <laughs> so bad
0: displace.
1: <laughs> that was one movie, Joker. I thought, uh, not that it, it didn't even occur to me that they would show the parents because it's not even about him. And I'm just, they're not going to do that. This is an origin story. They yeah. they did it anyway.
0: I know it we you can't escape it. It's like if it's even remotely in the Batman universe they're like, "You know what? You're going to see." <laughs> you know yeah. you know what we're doing. Even Spider-Man's have stopped showing Uncle Ben getting killed, you know.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. At some point they go, "All right, we're covered.
0: All right, We got we, it." I think you got I think you know what happened.
1: I Think you know what happened? Um I don't remember Half-Blood Prince, Robert.
0: Me either. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
1: what is number 3 Sar
0: Number three is Up. 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 I don't know a proper, easier way to say it, but Up, yeah. So no, no, um, so it's uh, it semi-holds up. It's not one that people are, I don't always clamor to rewatch. Um, I think it's best known for its opening scene um, of uh, yeah. getting older, you know, losing loved ones and stuff like that. So I think when people think of Up, that's what they think of. And I think about the rest of the movie, I'm like, oh, I have some vague ideas of what happened and stuff like that, but I have no idea.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I saw it once, and I appreciated it when it came out, and I have rewatched the opening part like on YouTube, and it's a nice touch. Um, funny enough, Disney posted uh, a picture of Still from that movie on their social media the other day, and a quote from Up, and somebody put, not the greatest movie, it's a little depressing, and then, of course, somebody commented, and somebody commented, and it was like a 230-comment thread, and the original poster kept replying. And I'm like, she's still going at it. It was like she must have been spending hours engaging. I was like, this is a Disney movie. First of all, it's a Disney post about a movie from 2009. Like, it yeah. was insane. I've never seen – you would think it was like a MAGA convention or something, the way that these like moms were going at it. Yeah. I was like, Disney, get
0: in there. Please moderate. Like, do well, something. You know, I get it. I mean, I've I had to leave a Halloween fan group because I'm like, I was like, I cannot stand one more minute <laughs> of this. You know? Yeah. Kind of, but
1: it's too much. I, I I'm in a Jaws uh, fan page, uh, Jaws group page, and yeah. I'm close to leaving because everything is like, it's just snooty people that are like, well, I know better than you do. <laughs> like some 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 new person like just joined the other day, and they were like, uh, I know this is Cutting Edge Radio, but it's funny. And they were like, hey, I just realized that the shark's name was Bruce or something like that. Okay, not everybody mm-hmm. knows that. And people were like, you know, you're an asshole and you're an idiot. And it's like, do you actually work on the movie? If not, you know, <laughs> you, you have just as much relevance as anybody else, yeah. you know, like yeah. chill out. It's Facebook. It's not the Academy.
0: But then and then, then I like, are these people actually trolling? I don't Are they trained? To you, don't know. To, you know, I don't know.
1: I mean, it, it, Bruce wasn't the example. Everybody yeah. should know that if you're joining, but it was something that, like, maybe not everybody knew. But this person was like, "I'm new here. I didn't know the rules," and I'm like, "Oh, it's it's bullying. That's what it was. It's cyberbullying." It yeah. Um, but just uh, up, we're kind of split on up. It, it may hold up, but yeah, it doesn't hold up up. <laughs> um, number four is a is a beautiful saga, the Twilight <laughs> Saga, New Moon.
0: Uh, not sure what happens in this one. I've seen... you <laughs> see all these in the theater? I think I did. I remember at one point I was going to abandon it, and my friend at the time was like, oh, we're going to go see the new one. I'm like, why? You know, like... Why? You know, why? Yeah, but... Um, so, it's... These well, are just to... awkward films, and I, yeah. th- it's not even... They were tortured enough that you can't even laugh at them, you know? It's just... No, it's, yeah. It's bland and, it, as well, so there's nothing overtly, like... Bad about it. it just it's tr- true mediocrity at its best
1: right they pass the threshold where it can be made fun of it's just painful at this point
0: you can put glitter on them but it's not going to make them fun.
1: <laughs> twilight new moon does not hold up what's the third one
0: eclipse ah uh, avatar is that still the number one movie of the time i don't i don't remember where it lands but
1: no no i'm at the third oh, twilight oh i'm movie. sorry
0: oh, the, i have no idea it's okay it would make sense. Eclipse and then whatever. the
1: Right. New moon uh, eclipse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. Avatar is number five. i I'm going to say this does hold up because they, it made so much money. How can it not hold up? Like it goes over a billion dollars yeah. 15, 10, 12 years ago. It
0: holds up. So it must have made all of its money in 2010, because it wouldn't be number five here if it was no, the no. number one. Um, but yeah, I think it came out right before, so it could have awards. But um, right. yeah, so I mean, I was, you know, the, the hypo- I, typically I'm a James Cameron fan, and I'm like, yeah, let's see what he does with this. And I was just like, I was I was more upset that, like, obviously they skimped on the, the wig budget here, because everybody <laughs> has awful wigs. And I'm like, come on, that's the one thing, the one practical thing you can do right and i just i i didn't like it from the get-go i know a lot of people were enthralled and they wanted to live in whatever land uh, it's called and looking yeah. for an unob- unobtainium <laughs> 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 you can't get it
1: <laughs> right
0: but yeah so, uh, this is my my long way of saying no
1: no it doesn't hold up and it makes you just want to watch dances with wolves which i know you've never seen but it's dances with wolves in space and it, for me, I was like, I'd rather just watch Dances with Wolves. Visually, it's it was something interesting to see at the time. But, yeah. I mean, those kind of movies don't really hold up for me. Like, if it's just based on a visual spectacle, you know, it's not it's not a good film. So, six, I wasn't more blown away.
0: six more on the way. <laughs> right, six more on the way. Right. <laughs> six <laughs> <laughs> more on the way.
1: Who's clamoring for this and why so long?
0: It's going to f- – I just know it's going to fail miserably. Like, yeah. it's just not going to.
1: Too much has happened. It's not a superhero movie, you know. Yeah. It's just not going to bring in that kind of money anymore. <sighs> uh, but Avatar, uh, we agree, does not hold up. Number six is The Hangover. Uh, quite a implausible plot. <laughs> quite um, fictitious.
0: Yeah. So it was funny at the time. Was this Bradley Cooper's kind of first? So I mean, I I remember I like Bradley Cooper during Alias. And alias Days when you, for TV and I for some reason I thought this might sure. be his first kind of bigger movie exposure uh that he had. So
1: I think so. Yeah. I think it was like Wedding Crashers kinda of put him there and then he started doing some other co, you know, uh for, like, not cameos, but he kinda of did like some some bit parts and some T V. Yeah. Yeah, and I think this was like this kind of put him on the map as yeah. like an A lister.
0: So um it this is kind of a hotel watch because you know, oh, there's there's still some funny parts, and then but it's like, and there's parts that don't age as well. Uh, yeah. But um, there's parts. Oh, let me see, let me remember the funny parts, and then cotton candy, it's gone.
1: See, I think the Hangover still holds up. It's still a fun movie. Hotel, watching it best for sure. But the other ones were just so bad that I, I feel like this is a franchise, and I feel like a lot of people have said this. That just did not need all these sequels, you know? It, it just... One's enough. And yeah. I will say, though, the Hangover 3 trailer is still one of the funniest trailers of all time. The movie not is,
0: good. Which one is that? Is the, where they go to... I can't remember they're at
1: the now. cemetery. And the trailer opens up with... Uh, oh, where they go, I don't remember if it's Hong Kong or something else. Yeah, that's it. They're at this... I think that's the sequel. But uh, the trailer is at the cemetery, and you hear Ave Maria at a funeral... And you realize it's Zach Galifianakis is singing it, but it's like a beautiful like woman's voice. And, and then they're in the they're in like the crowd of the funeral, and they're like, he's got a beautiful voice. It's like an angel. It's breathtaking. And he's it was still at that period where they were doing the kind of Will Ferrell yeah. kind of humor like um, stepbrothers kind of thing. Um, so it, I feel like it worked, but uh, for the most part, I think Hangover still still pretty solid film.
0: Yeah, I'll give it that.
1: Uh, what do we have for next for number uh, seven? star trek
0: this is Ooh. obviously the two now, 2009 version uh, dreamy J. chris J. pad jj abrams kind of i guess reboot or alternate timeline i guess uh is what's happening here so um so yeah one i really liked it at the time and i saw it again recently and i still i still like this one quite a bit I, i'm trying to pull it up i think i'm just having
1: slow internet which is why gotcha. but um what uh did you see this theatrically you said
0: I did. Um, so yeah, because I, I I was at the time I was friends. He was a big Star Trek fan, and so I remember we to, I think we went to IMAX uh, opening opening day and stuff like that. So sometimes that kind of makes a difference, like the louder the movie so. is. Nothing ex- except for Transformers, of course. But uh, <laughs> you
1: cover this film, and how do you say this film, Robert? If Someone goes, "What movie is this?" How would you say it?
0: Star Trek two thousand
1: nine. Star, but is it Star Trek or Star Trek?
0: Oh, I don't know. However I said it, I think I probably say track. See, I, I say track, knows, like like a yeah, track meet. But it's probably
1: I've always been curious. No, I don't know. I've never heard anybody say Star Trek.
0: Here's the thing. If if, if you're saying the word, you know, are you going to trek up the hill? I, I say it correctly that way. But otherwise, I'm talking Star Trek. So that's <laughs> how I my, say it, yeah. My, my annoying American uh, <laughs> accent. <laughs>
1: Star Trek.
0: Star Trek. But this is uh, one that
1: Robert has covered. This is in uh, Whittier, California.
0: Yeah, so uh, not too far from some Back to the Future school and Masters of the Universe. So I uh, happened to get into this uh, church, uh, which is kind of uh, in a. Oh, actually, it's in a cemetery, so it's kind of a uh, that type of place. And they let me grab some pictures. So um, what I like, they obviously they used a lot of practical. I mean, they could just coming from you know Star Wars prequels, which is almost all green screen. Um, I yeah. really liked that they had some kind of more practical. So we have the Cal State in Northridge, um, which is used quite a bit. You just add That's some futuristic things in front of it, and voila!
1: That's <laughs> all you have to do is just yeah. do, yeah, do some some of that. I do like the Northridge campus a lot for film purposes. It is a it is a beautiful campus in the middle of Northridge. Yeah, so it's and kind it, of it's like used a great quite a spot bit
0: for for future stuff. I I know, but. It was right. also Sunnydale High School 2.0 after the, the Sunnydale earthquake in Buffy. Oh,
1: really? Nice. Was it?
0: Yeah, Sunnydale. It's the new high school, so. It's uh, so often used, Vasquez Rocks.
1: Here's you with Chris Pine.
0: Yeah, that was actually before he was before he was cast.
1: What was he promoting in this film? Uh, where did was, you meet
0: him? I was at the Sundance Film Festival, and he was in for uh, at a film for called Bottle. Bottleneck? No. No, I just <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I totally forgot the name of the film. So it was actually one of my favorite Sundance films. He was not known at the time. Um but um oh, really? I was just meeting the different cast and I decided to get a picture with him and and I think it was like literally a week or two later they he was, he was now it's his Captain Kirk. I was like, Oh so That's, that's so cool. He looks like <laughs> he does.
1: I think he plays a good Captain Kirk
0: he did and i um to the varying degrees the other star Treks. um but i think uh they're still pretty solid i still enjoy them
1: yeah i agree with you 100 percent. robert has spoken so let it be written so let it be done yeah do people call you sometimes and go robert uh, what what do you like think about this movie and you your answer calibrates
0: their decision sometimes or maybe i just push it too hard like no you don't like this movie (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you may think you do, but...
1: But you don't. <laughs> Number eight is Monsters versus Aliens.
0: Could be anything. I don't know.
1: I don't know what this is.
0: <laughs> I don't know what this is either. This is where we get these kind of kid movies that make a lot of money because parents are bringing them and their kids to the theaters and tripling the ticket uh, intake, So, but not, not, right. not for us. Same with not the next one as well.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen Ice Age, Dawn of the Dinosaurs, which... <laughs> Historically, I don't know if that's how it played out, but
0: I, I saw the trailer 16 times. I remember, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I was like, I was like, because it'd be like the little animal and it, it, hits the ice and it starts to crack, and I'm like, ugh! and I would just, I literally, I'll be like, turn around and I'm like, I'm, I can't watch this. I'm not gonna.
1: I can't do this.
0: I'm not gonna give this anything.
1: <laughs> not happening. Yeah. All right. So the, number 10 uh, on do they hold up is the Blind Side. This was. Sandra Bullock saying things like uh "Oh man,"
0: <laughs> with a southern accent. Come on, <laughs>
1: oh man! Um, I love your Sandra Bullock impression. <laughs> oh crap, man! Oh man!
0: You know, I mostly oh. like Sandra Bullock. I, I, I do yeah. not like this movie. Obviously, this is a this is this is she. She did a couple of White Saviorism movies, and this is one of them. Yeah. Uh, and then um, I saw the. I was at an event. And the real lady spoke as well, and I just, I
1: white this was flowing.
0: It was still flowing, and I was just like, uh, I don't know. Really? it just brings badly for me and stuff like that. But um, I, I'm nothing against the message, but uh, yeah. So it's, I'll, I'll pass.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll pass too. White savior movies don't usually hold up, and then there's a lot of movies that people think are white savior movies, but they're not. But this is one like Glory is not a white savior movie, but people think it's the biggest one. But it's a true story. Yeah. But maybe the way they shot certain scenes, people I can see the argument. But like a movie like this, I felt like it was a little bit too on the nose. <laughs> like
0: you, you can't the southern yeah. white Ladies saving the day. <laughs> like <laughs> they're practically putting subtitles and like here's what's happening. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and and the Oscars love it. You know, like between Crash and The Green Book, and they're like, no, these are not. No, not the movies we should be should be celebrating. So,
1: and she's in Crash too. Yes, that's why I was like, Ooh, you
0: know, it's hard <laughs> oh, that's to get. If so you're through. referring
1: to other white sand yeah. movies, yeah, Um, so yeah, it does not hold out. It does not age well.
0: I wasn't referring to Speed Two, so <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, Speed Two were not wasn't the, uh, the the pinnacle of yeah. white sand, <laughs> but um, but those are the top ten highest grossing films of 2009. Let us know what you think out there. Um, but yeah, overall. Not a very strong list, but we, we do have some good ones here in honorable mentions. Starting with X-Men Origins, Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm one is this? I couldn't even tell you.
0: Uh, I don't know. And these all blend together for me, even though, obviously, it was focused on Wolverine. I feel like he's in everyone anyway, and I think he dies every time, too, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's always dying. He's something I know he has his claws he has to either come out of a lake or a bathtub all wet um, <laughs> th- that's all I know yeah
1: right yeah always I mean I couldn't even tell you them anymore they've made like 30 of these since like 2000 yeah they're making more too every I feel like every year it's like there's something new like he Jackman must be worth like a billion dollars now with this Definitely, franchise yep,
0: something so good, good for them good for them <laughs> um have you seen this one uh the next one? No, X X Men Origins. I, I think I did because I had friends at the time that were into these movies, and I liked. I'd be, and it's, at some point they probably stopped taking me because they knew I would just be <laughs> cracking up the entire time. And anyway,
1: right? Okay, so yeah. number two is the wrestler Darren Aronofsky. Uh, this was the kind of the return of Mickey Rourke. He had like a brief resurgence, then he kind of like went away again. <laughs> Do you remember that?
0: Yeah, was this before he, Iron Man two or after? Oh I yeah, remember. no, this is Did before. This, okay, so this he, he didn't even up. like
1: get paid for this movie. They were like, okay. "This is your only chance <laughs> to like get back," and he's like, "I'll do it." And it is a great film. This is like yeah. a, one of my favorite movies. It's super dark, like just uh, such a well done movie. But then that kind of brought Mickey work back. But then he was doing like the same things he was doing before, like going out to the clubs, drinking, and yeah. <laughs> he like then he like kind of went away. He yeah. didn't really like learn from like, don't mess up
0: again okay, yeah. and it got to be a little weird looking too and a little weird yeah. L- um, little weird yeah looks like oh, a yeah. grandmother okay. I'm I'm not a fan of his so yeah there there's no. this pictures of him uh <laughs> mocking him saying he's turning into Michael Myers cuz his face is getting pretty um, uh, <laughs>
1: <yeah>. <laughs> pretty ironed out yeah yeah it's it's interesting yeah um this is an interesting movie though it's uh it's kind of like crazy heart um which I think is also on this uh, this year that we didn't add. But um, it's about like a has-been wrestler, and it kind of shows the dark side of wrestling after it's done. Like a lot of these guys were like poor and had like drug abuse problems. But it has a great performance by Marissa Tomei. And uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, it's, it's a pretty good watch.
0: Yeah, she ends up growing on me, you know. Yeah. At first, I was uh, but I'm like, uh, the more I see her, the more I kind of like yeah, she, she, movies, so.
1: she grows on you a little bit. Yeah. Um, number. Th- what is number three, sir? Oh man, it's the proposal. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh man. Um, you see any cows around here, John Spartan <laughs>
0: Um, actually, I I do like this. I do like this movie. So I don't know if you're familiar with it. Ryan Reynolds, yes. Betty yeah. White, uh, is yeah, Mary, Mary Steenburgen, I think, in this one too. Um. Yes. But yeah, so it it definitely holds up for me. Craig T. Nelson, which he does not do enough in movies, um, right? But yeah, so so this this does still hold up. I I catch it every once in a while, like when I'm traveling or something like that. I don't think I own it, but it's enough to give it a watch because usually you can never go wrong with Betty White to begin with.
1: Of course not. No, that that alone
0: is a reason. Yeah,
1: uh, I think this is. A, I also think this is a good movie, and it's it's cute. It's funny. Like yeah, I'm a fan.
0: Yeah, we all know how it's going to end, you know. But.
1: Well, of course. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, number four is 2012. Just remember, when the world's ending and John Cusack <laughs> is getting on that boat, that we're going to airlift the giraffes and the rhinos through the storm on a helicopter,
0: like yeah, in Noah's Ark. For pretty big ship. So. And I forget, this was a thing at the time, that 2012 was a mm-hmm. it was out there, that this was going to, you know, like, so. Mayans. Mayans yeah <laughs> um
1: i never so bought what? into that though i never was worried
0: no uh, they're,
1: they're an extinct civilization like you're really gonna trust in something written by a group that couldn't like save themselves no comment oh but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> patterson i didn't know you were mine i apologize <laughs>
0: um but yeah is he play a limo driver or something i think so um yeah yeah, Go, going. Of course, they start. We have to always start off in L.A. because uh, we always want to. <laughs> we want to kill that coast right away. Um, <laughs> yeah, and why do it, they always shit all over L.A. with earthquakes, like every it, movie? Because they want to see L.A. fall into the ocean, and <laughs> and it's one of those. You know, we have this. We've seen it over and over again where the limo's driving, and literally the the road is falling apart right behind them. You know, Luckily, yeah, the
1: airplane takes off in this. As, like, yeah. it falls into the lava. Like, the, air, the I mean, the airplane. Yeah. The, the the Yeah, the airplane as yeah. the runway, like, falls in. Up. You're yeah. like...
0: Does, does an, an airplane 1980 movement where it goes up past the screen, like, everything's yeah. fine.
1: I'll tell <laughs> you what, though. I'll go to this before Day After Tomorrow. This is one of the better disaster films in terms of, like, they got the effects better. There was a little bit more comic relief. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm not a big fan of this movie, but I'll go to this before I go to Day After Tomorrow. Yeah.
0: Uh, it loses its steam pretty quickly, and then at some point you're like, oh, n- now what, you know, and they'll stop somewhere, you know, let's stop here for a break, and then, like, I wonder what's going to happen, you know, and sure enough, meteors, right. whatever, you know, like, but.
1: <laughs> and then there's the scene with the guy, the Russian guy, and all his, like, Ferraris, yes. supposed to show, like, capitalistic greed, and you're like, oh, all right, not really the best vehicle to be making, like, a subconscious political statement, it's. yeah. Like they're, they're, I feel like they try to put too many layers in this, and you're like, it's guys, it's a CGI like disaster movie, and like, that, that's okay.
0: Yeah, and then I remember at the end because they they skip ahead a little bit, and then like they open the doors, and that's like oh, everything's <laughs> gonna be fine. I'm like all right, like, <laughs> twenty thirteen. No.
1: Um, no. Next time you're yeah. in LA, we got to go see a movie together. I just want to watch you watching another movie for reactions like i want to sit across the theater and just stare like a weirdo just to watch how you do a movie i'm sure it's very fascinating
0: don't take me to krampus (laughs) (laughs) don't make me angry
1: when are you back in la are you coming anytime soon? Uh,
0: i don't know um so yeah i just did five times so i might take a break
1: (laughs) you don't you haven't got enough pollution in your lungs
0: yeah Mm -hmm. that's what it's like you yeah we'll we'll see because sometimes i like to go the thing is like um Sometimes it's annoying to go because the, the daylight hours are so short. Mm. You know that mm-hmm. your time's limited. But I'm also now I'm just lazy, so I my, I only do like half days of locations anyway. So yeah, so I'll oh. like I'll, I'll let you know. All
1: right, uh, what do we have for number seven on honorable mentions? On number six, uh, number five.
0: Fast and Furious. Okay. Is this uh,
1: this was I
0: want to say the fifth one, right? I don't
1: know. So, so got, there's the Fast and the Furious and then there's Fast and Furious.
0: Yes. Yeah, so and
1: and then there's like too fast, too furious and sort of fast, kind of furious and mildly angry but speeding quickly.
0: Like, yeah. And and as much as I I hate where uh, sequels just use the same name, Scream, Halloween, <laughs> and so forth. Right. Fa- fast The Fast and Furious saga has taken to a new height of where they just drop <laughs> uh Bowels at some point, <laughs> and say this is a new one. You know, like it, it's also they're thinly veiled way of saying you're just gonna watch the same thing. So yeah,
1: you're watching the same thing. Yeah, this is the fourth installment of uh, the film. Good. I guess this was uh, a big money maker because they kept making. Yeah, this grossed three hundred and sixty million dollars. I don't get it. I never will. I'm not even gonna question it or try to make yeah. sense of it.
0: Yeah, good, good for them. Five dollars script.
1: You know, million. I don't know anybody that's really watched these movies. I know my brother has seen one, and my friend Brett has watched the most recent just to see what it's about. But I, I don't know anybody that's like, "Hey, we're gonna Fast and Furious. And I want to watch it." Or it's—I don't think it's my demographic.
0: No, yeah, my mentee did, and then and I, because I used, to, I, really, I was like, "Hey, what's the difference between?" And I was like, "Oh, not much," and it was like because I'm like, I yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> did you did
1: you ever see any of these theatrically?
0: Uh, yeah, one of them, I, th- I think the first one. Yeah. Because yeah. Right. that was, yeah, it was new, like, or that was a remake, I guess, of itself, but.
1: But anyway. Fast and Furious, I, I don't think we're going to agree that this holds up. Correct. Okay, number six is Taken with Liam, ne- with Irish 50-year-old <laughs> Liam Neeson taken down <laughs> Europe. This um,
0: kind <clears> of, <throat> it felt like this kind of moved him up A-plus yeah. list, you know. Just jolted him. Yeah.
1: I have a very special, unique set of <laughs> skills. <laughs> um, guilty pleasure. I, I don't know how well this is as a film, but I, I think it holds up. Uh, I'm a big fan of this because they give you everything you want when you want it. They don't. They 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 give they they take the liberty of. Okay, it's it starts off you know human trafficking, so you already want these people to die, and they get his daughter, and he just goes in there and kills them one by one, and like they give you what you want to see and i feel like the editing is really good. Um, yeah. he doesn't really struggle aside from like 2 minutes in the movie. He's like he's obso- he's absolute. So um i feel like it's a good action movie. like it's a yeah. good ride. So I'm a fan.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, i think it still holds up. It's a kind of a Death Wish redo. Um unlike mm-hmm. the actual Death Wish redo which was failed, but <laughs> uh but yeah, yeah so tough. yeah, so it still holds up um and then i i remember i even kind of liked the sequel a little bit too. It was like watchable.
1: Mm-hmm yeah the sequel
0: yeah. it went to uh, like
1: turkey or something like that yeah yeah, yeah so. it was um but yeah so taken we agree on number yes. seven is one that uh robert <laughs> yes would you want to take it again that's the, cat- yes, that's I the would. catalyst yes,
0: I would. all right yes yeah
1: yeah uh number what's number seven this is one that you've covered
0: fired up with an fired exclamation up. point by <laughs>
1: which one
0: with an exclamation point fired up um but what yeah is this gem
1: i don't know if i've Have seen you this?
0: Not this is a, a cheerleading movie um not a spoof but you know this is post bring it you know so uh, post bring it on so it's about more or less it's one of those typical couple guys that they decide to go to cheerleader camp to get girls whatever i think it's funny
1: <laughs> oh nice
0: yeah so i want to um, check it out yeah so it's uh shot in south pasadena uh, also shot at occidental college um okay so i've just happened to go to a few locations um and met a couple one of my favorite moments is they're actually at cheerleader camp and they're all watching bring it on on kind of a sit down drive-in you know
1: <laughs> oh really
0: except the entire all the boys and girls are saying the lines along with the movie
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious actually
0: and then they laugh like they do i don't know i just thought that's funny yeah so no, actually, that is funny I, I, I own some fired up uh, wardrobe too so do you really yeah i should have brought it out i could have worn it (laughs) what do you what do you own uh i don't remember i think it's some i don't know i just know i do
1: but it's some clothes
0: i do have some yeah fired up stuff
1: this shot of you right here this is Occidental college in eagle rock um this you're wearing a madonna shirt what tour is this uh
0: so that's the drowned world tour so you know this is day one of travel
1: (laughs) drowned madonna shirt comes out day one of travel that's robert's tradition listeners if you're not familiar yep (laughs) <laughs> is it like it's pretty much all the time, like every trip you make?
0: Every, every trip since 2006.
1: So every trip you make since 2006, the first day of shooting or the first day of getting there. Yeah. That day you're wearing a Madonna tour shirt or Madonna
0: shirt. my travel shirt. Now, la- earlier this year, I guess, there, yeah, I think this year, I did switch out. It's the same shirt, but it's <gasps> a new one. I know. Okay. It was a huge risk. But like literally, the the other shirt had like big rips in the armpit. <laughs>
1: oh yeah the other shirt was like a thread almost
0: it was it was like literally almost it's verging on gray instead of black and yeah
1: oh yeah time to
0: retire and then the front was kind of enough where people like who is that i'm like it's madonna like
1: (laughs) who is that yeah (laughs) i've done that too with shirts that i love my jurassic park shirt is almost at that phase where i just had it so long and it's so faded or it's getting there where you're kind of like Oh, is that like a new like throwback shirt? You're like, no, it's just an old shirt that looks like... the original, like, yeah. Yeah, the original. Uh, but uh, Fire It Up sounds like a good movie, though. It sounds like yeah. you're a
0: fan. It, it, I do enjoy it. It was almost on my Can't Look Away, but...
1: Alright. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> can't Look Away. That, that changes the whole game. It does, yeah. Number eight is Angels and Rickets. This <laughs> is... I'm sorry, Angels and Demons. <sighs> um, uh... I haven't seen this. This is Dan Brown's sequel to yes.
0: Da Vinci Code. Correct. So, uh, okay. Book sequel and film sequel. So, um, I think I like this a little bit better than uh, Da Vinci Code. Um, certainly not one I own, but it's enough for passing if you have a, a night to kill and say, "Oh, yeah, what's next?"
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll, I'll have to check it out. That's interesting. That it's interesting that you like this more than Da Vinci Code. I, I figured that would be like your I don't know. I, I think don't know what de, I
0: think. I think Da Vinci Code was overhyped. I mean, even before it was a movie, mm-hmm. it was like that's all people talked about. Like this is like, yeah. So, I mean, uh, <laughs> of of books and, but uh, so th- this one I like a because uh, we got you and McGregor in it, and it was kind of like, the Vatican and stuff like that. So I I like this one better.
1: Angels and Demons still holds up for Robert. Um, number nine is close your eyes and just pretend you're kissing John Connor. And as Christian Bale, <laughs> uh, we're, we're of course talking about Terminator Salvation. Um, this is the one where they had the different models of the Terminators in there, and they had like Schwarzenegger from 1980. Yeah, at the end, like a, a quick a scene
0: CGI. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess they did that a couple times after this, but uh, but yeah. So this, on paper, same thing should be good. Um, mm, yeah, execution, and they end up having. This is where they because they end up having huge walking robots and motorcycle robot, you know, like, or, or it was just, it was like, what did it, it didn't Too really feel like a Terminator movie.
1: It didn't, no. It felt very equilibrium-esque.
0: And I think they all, and I get it, audiences kind of felt like, hey, we want to see what happened, you know. We want to see this war and stuff like that. And then we get it and we're like, oh, we didn't want to see
1: that. Well, well, well. Yeah, I, I it, it felt kind of bloated too, right from the onset. You know,
0: yeah.
1: I, I I wasn't I, I don't think I'll ever watch this again. To be honest with you,
0: no, there, there's
1: and I, watched, I I'm, I'm saying that not like my opinion means anything, but <laughs> like I'm, I'm a big fan of like the Terminator franchise. Yeah. Like I'll usually like I'll even watch Alien versus Predator again, oh, but I, I just I don't know if I watched Terminator Salvation. It was just it was like too much. It's unnecessary. It does not hold up. What is number ten, sir? Mr.
0: Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, I'm Diet Coconut. Um,
1: sheltering in state Quint- or not?
0: Quentin Varen- Quintin- Tarantino. So, uh, as usual, uh, this has a pretty high rewatchability factor. So, um, so this does still hold up for me.
1: Me too. I think this was good. I saw this at the Vista when it came out. Oh, I was nice. really, um, I was really impressed. Yeah. You're sheltering mm-hmm. in the state, or you not? You'll shelter them under your floorboards. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely good rewatchability and beautiful soundtrack. You know, Ennio Marcone. Mm-hmm. they recycled a lot of his movies from spaghetti westerns and, you know, 1970s kind of snuff, ex- not snuff, like exploitation films. They recycled yeah. a lot of that music, and it, it's like beautiful. Like, it yeah. it works. I I love this movie. I, th- I think it's great. And Glorious Bastards definitely holds up.
0: I remember when he, they reused uh, the Exorcist 2 theme and the hateful eight cuz i knew immediately i'm like this is linda blair you know like right uh That's and all it you worked it, about. it worked for the movie you know um so i think yeah so yeah still holds up um quentin is interesting because his movies you really never know what's happening go you usually walk in not knowing what the movie what what's it really going to be about you see the trailers and so you have an idea but you really don't know where it's going so um I, the first viewing of a quentin movie is always interesting
1: it is. Yeah, it's special. And if it's a great movie, um, which a lot of them are, it's like a little movie baby being born. You're like, yeah. oh, you're you're watching <laughs> something
0: good. Yeah, like, oh, I can't wait to see this grow up.
1: You can always see Quentin Tarantino movies the first time. I think theatrically, of course. You know, yeah. you can't – you don't want to wait till DVD or streaming or whatever because you're going to – there's a no chance you're always going to find out something you didn't. Although yeah. – I do give credit to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I didn't see that till a little bit later after the release. Yeah, and people were very good with behaving themselves online, with like not spoiling. You know, like nothing. Like yeah. I feel like I feel like people were on good behavior with that.
0: That one did take a time to grow on me. I was not mm-hmm. a fan right away. But yeah, we, we it does diverse. take
1: it does yeah. take a little bit. Um, okay, so uh, Glorious Bastard still holds up. Yep. Number 10 is one that Robert has also covered paranormal activity. This like punched Saul in the face, right and was like, "Yo, we're taking over Halloween now."
0: It did. So, now technically this is a was released wide in 2009. It's technically a 2007 film. Um I saw it in 2008 <laughs> at the Slamdance Film Festival. So, um and I remember cuz a friend had like, hey, I remember what it was a midnight movie at Slamdance uh january 2008 and he's like hey i have an extra ticket for this midnight showing paranormal activity i'm like all right you know like um i don't and so for people that have been to slam dance it is a small hotel uh it's like one of their their bigger rooms but it's really not that big and so it's like two rows of chairs five rows each and then they have makeshift stilts and you have to look around people's heads to actually see the screen and when people (laughs) go to the bathroom they literally have to walk in front of the screen you know like it's just oh yeah old school film you know so yeah yeah i was tired enough and i was loopy enough and i was like uh unlike every other film uh when this one ended the lights went up no cast no crew and i remember i was like really wait wait, was that real you know like (laughs) not truly you know but i was just like at the time you were kind of like
1: yeah that is weird
0: yeah now my my ending is different than the one that they had theatrically uh which my i like the ending that i saw much better but
1: really yes
0: yeah, Spiel, spielberg i once he so actually i think paramount was in my audience that night and they're uh that's they bought it that next day
1: oh interesting so. And then uh, they changed the, the ending, the original ending.
0: They wanted to amp it up. So my ending was, um, and I think it might have been released on the DVDs and stuff like that. But uh, yeah. So she kills her husband. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, she, off, off screen, and then she comes back up. And she's sitting there for a long while. And they have, like, fat, you know, like, they speed up, you know, like, for eight hours. You know, she's sitting there. Right. And then uh, they stop. And you hear the police come in. And there's, uh, they, uh, she stands up and I I, I don't think any of this happens on screen. I think it's, y'all hear it. She goes downstairs, they put the knife down to stop whatever they ended up shooting her and killing her. And then, um, they had a picture of her and maya's kind of wedding picture or could a picture of them as a couple and talking about how they both passed away and such and such and so but um but yeah it was oh, more really? effective it wasn't this weird cgi thing where she left up the screen and stuff like that but that's anyway, interesting i, I kind of still like have version better yeah i still have my paranormal activity postcard um so i need to
1: Ooh, from the alamo
0: yeah no from from slam dance film festival slam dance okay yeah. Um,
1: what is so, this uh, this page you covered? What is this little cartoon character? I don't know,
0: I just noticed that. So obviously I just googled a quick uh, terminal activity, whatever, <laughs> and I chose unwisely, so I will I will switch that out. So
1: oh I, I thought that's what it was. Like you yeah. just picked whatever. but I was like, what is that? Cartoon? <laughs>
0: With my bad eyesight I was like, oh, this is fine. This is the one. So so not much to see here. they you actually never really see the front of the house, but this was actually the director's house at the time uh, down in San Diego.
1: Oh, interesting nice shot how did so, you know it was the director's house just from the call sheet
0: um yeah i this is before it was well known because i remember he said it was at his house and then of course i started immediately googling to figure out where this house was and uh, right. by the time i actually got there to visit um they had switched owners and the, the owner came out and uh he was kind of like yeah you can as many pictures as you want you just can't go further than the sidewalk i'm like all right you know but <laughs>
1: And that's when Robert was like, oh, really? Because I'm going to come inside oh, right what, now. What you,
0: I need interior shots. But yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so um,
0: that, that yeah. being said, obviously, we're talking everything but the movie. So the movie still mostly works for me. Um, I get it. It's probably it's a better audience movie. I remember seeing the theater and audiences mm-hmm. were freaking out. Yeah. yeah. But now I, I think already it's has it's not even it's been just over 10 years, but I can't see audiences sitting still for <laughs>
1: no for, i don't either um yeah for the most part it still holds up for me uh but yeah it is an audience movie it's not one i really will revisit a lot but out of all of them uh i would be apt to watch this one before the others so uh i feel like it still holds up for the most part yes number 12 is julian julia this is meryl streep as julia childs and amy adams as yes. that, that chick
0: Originally titled "Doubt" Part Two,
1: Doubt. <laughs> yeah, right. Same <laughs> so, yeah. can. Julie and Julia uh, is another one with a great soundtrack. It has. I don't know why I said another one. We weren't just talking about the soundtrack, but <laughs> the soundtrack
0: is, of home activities. So
1: <laughs> right? It's so great. Um, but I feel like I feel like yeah, this is a good, this is a good cute movie. Um, I saw this theatrically. It still holds up. I'm a fan.
0: Yeah. So um, obviously, kind of made a performances, Meryl. Ninety percent of the time, she kind of knocks it out of the park and is able to kind of inhabit uh, lots of people. So, um, but yeah, this between the both of them, yeah, and the, and the content, Julia Child is great.
1: Can you do a Julia Child impression, Robert? I
0: cannot. Okay, I can't I just, either. It would be embarrassing. So
1: I just wanted yeah. to know. Okay. okay, so yeah, it still holds up. Uh, good analysis. Uh, what do we have
0: for thirteen, sir? Zombie Land. <laughs> Speaking of good cameos. Yes, uh, which I think they, they did a good job of not kind of keeping that hidden mm-hmm. uh, yeah. for a long while. Because um, I remember it was kind of a strange, the first time you are watching or if you got to see it in the theater, like, what? What's this yeah, person actually in this? doing in here? Um, so for the most part, I think this does still hold up. Um, there's been a lot of imitators since, and even Zombieland 2, it it's a sequel, of course, but it feels like they're just stealing from themselves. Um, 100%. But, yeah, but I liked it. Um, I, it was a way to take the zombies to kind of not a not, uh, comedic level, you know, not spoof, but having fun with it.
1: Right, yeah. And and speaking of the imitators, there's, like, so many of them, and even a lot that try to, like, play on words a little bit, like, you know, Coasterland or something. And you're like, oh, what is this? What is this? But, yeah, it's. A, I think this is a refreshing, fun ride, and Zombieland was interesting timing because with Walking Dead... And everything that was like coming out at this time—this was a little bit before Walking Dead—but um, zombies were kind of having a resurgence. This was like a fresh take yep. that uh, I felt like was enter- refreshing and entertaining to see. It wasn't just another like, okay, George Romero's doing like Island <laughs> of the Dead or something like that. What's going to happen?
0: Dock of the Dead,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Field of the Dead. Um, but yeah, Zombie Man still holds up. Number fourteen is seventeen again. <laughs> And Robert has covered this. This is a special gem.
0: Yeah, this was also nearly on my Can't Look Away. But then I was like, is it really Can't Look Away? I think it's still funny. So uh, so Zach Efron, which yeah. surprisingly, I was obviously not into high school, the musical, or however he became popular. Uh, but he, he has great comedic timing. Um, and as evidenced in 17 again, oh, yeah. and, and more in The Neighbors. And, and Neighbors 2 is also kind of one of my favorites so um, oh, that's so yeah so this still holds up um, I I think I probably have a soft spot for any Freaky Friday type movies um, you know not quite body switching or you know now you're inhabiting a young one and stuff like that so but yeah so this one still holds up for
1: me or that one with Vince Vaughn
0: I Freaky there was a couple parts in there that I actually did enjoy yeah uh, and surprised Vince Vaughn was actually kind of funny again
1: <laughs> he he is that, that that there were some good parts in that. Yeah. Uh, oh, um, but check out Robert's page yeah. at set dot This is seventeen again. Yeah. Um, I think Zac Efron is actually a great actor. I really do. Um, have you ever seen Parkland? Uh, it's,
0: yes. He's the doctor.
1: Yeah. In he's great in there. He's like he goes up and down. Like I I think he's a great actor.
0: Yeah. Um, so, but
1: yeah, you did some good shots here.
0: Yeah. Day day one trip I saw.
1: <laughs> What's <laughs> that? Like,
0: I I see my my shirt. It's a day one.
1: What shirt is that?
0: The same shirt. That's the Madonna shirt.
1: Oh, that's the front of
0: it. That's the shirt.
1: Is that the the one that's deteriorated? Yes. Well, that's a a shame. That's a great shirt.
0: Yeah. Well, I have a new one. It's just, it's the same. It's the same one? But it's new, yeah.
1: Okay, good. All right, so 17 again still holds up. Uh, I agree. Or 14 still holds up. Yep. Which is, the number 17 is 14 again, which is about a pervert.
0: I, Uh, I should have moved that to 17. Darn it! I <laughs> damn it. Um,
1: Fifteen is Amelia. Have you seen this, Robert?
0: No, this is the Amelia Earhart one.
1: Yes, apparently yeah. nobody else saw it either. Yeah, no. it was a bomb.
0: <laughs> Hillary Swank just well, she had yeah. It was kind of the post-Oscar, uh what do you call that? Curse, you know. Sometimes you just oh yeah totally you win the Oscar and then it just goes downhill from there.
1: I wanted to like this movie so much. I'm a I'm a big history guy, and I, I think Amelia Earhart's story is really fascinating, and not to mention her accomplishments as a woman in the 30s, flying around the world and transcontinental uh, things like that. But they just focused, I felt like, too much on Hillary Swank's, like you know, different pickup scenes of her, you know, watching news things. Like they, they could have done so much more. But I will say that they did a pretty good job with the ending of this, of leaving it ambiguous of what could have yeah. happened.
0: Where well, we, we know what happened movies don't. if you watched American Horror Story Season 10.
1: Right, yeah, of course. She was picked <laughs> up in the desert.
0: That by, Everything's fine. What ta- yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah,
1: she's fine. Uh, so Amelia does not hold up, sadly. 16 is the curious case of Benjamin Button.
0: Uh, so big, kind of big splash at the time, kind of known for its effects. And it, had, it has great effects uh throughout but nobody is talking about this movie anymore i mean that's people are like you have vague recollection and i think they have some stuff at the uh, american motion picture academy uh museum not american motion picture but um oh cool or paramount or somewhere you know and it's so yeah great effects but no it's not it doesn't hold up
1: right curious case of benjamin button was a huge splash and then it was followed by a few years of people just saying he's got Benjamin Button's disease in comedy movies. And then it kind of fizzled out. But um, yeah, uh, yeah. It, I don't know. Was this a huge moneymaker at the time? Pretty, apparently not.
0: I don't. probably Obviously not to crack the top, top ten, but no.
1: All right. Uh, number 17 is This Is It, which the joke is this is definitely not it. There will be much more of these documentaries to make money for the Jackson family estate. Uh, this is—have you seen this? I have not. I'm
0: is this a huge a tour? Michael Jackson yeah. fan,
1: and this is—I haven't seen anything more shameful than oh. the guy just died, and this year they're like, "Well, we have all this footage, put it in the movie theater," and they did. And now and it's—it's it's a rehearsal. I mean, yeah. if you've, Robert, you're a music guy, you've seen a lot of shows rehearsals are not entertaining it's a lot of stopping yeah. and it's that's all it is um if it were a michael jackson full concert like different you know city tour dates i would say it but it's yeah. just it's not a good movie it does not Absolutely. hold up but i just going to I, put it on the list to encourage people not to watch it gotcha.
0: <laughs> but you know like if that happened to madonna you know i'd like yeah i need to see all the the tour rehearsals to see what we what might have been
1: of course of yeah. course and that, that was me too was 18 sir
0: race to witch mountain so uh this is a semi-sequel reboot of the witch mountain i say series i think they made a couple disney made a couple of ones so this one stars the rock yeah um so uh at the time i i kind of enjoyed this movie um i don't think it has held up as well. I haven't seen it lately either, but um, they shot, obviously it's very special effects heavy and there's a lot that happens in Vegas, but they shot a lot in Piru, California where they shoot lots of little, or not little things, big movies that need little towns.
1: They also use this for I Am The Night, as I can see in your description. Oh, and Cobra.
0: Cobra what else twilight's in the movie was shot up there so uh what's the the tom war of the worlds with tom cruise had a scene shot up there oh really yeah interesting so just lots it's it, it's probably still in the 30 mile zone so it's probably quite it's used quite a bit but obviously it still has a very small town dark knight of the scarecrow was shot up there but yeah oh very definitely cool worth a visit
1: worth a visit um i just want to mention too something kind of interesting on your website robert you have these uh you know, you give plugs to your friends and mm-hmm. similar websites on your on there, and I've clicked around on some of these before, and they have on their website like your link too. It's nice That's to good. see that sense of camaraderie. You That's know? good to know. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, some, hopefully, they're all still going. I, I some I haven't visited in a while, but I get it. You know, it's easy to just. Uh, I'm just gonna let this go.
1: Right. But yeah, so um, does uh, I don't think I've seen Race to Wh- Witch Mountain. Is it still a good movie?
0: Um, it's probably okay. But while we're talking about Dwayne Johnson, I did just watch Jungle Cruise.
1: And oh, how I is actually, it?
0: I was actually pleasantly surprised. Um, is it
1: streaming now on the plus?
0: It is streaming now on the plus. All right. Uh, so I would, uh, one he's funny. Two, Emily Blunt is funny, and I, so th- they they bring enough banter and stuff like that. And there's parts that. Uh, I rewatched part of it with my sister and I was I was still laughing out loud at this stupid part but <laughs> really yeah. so that's what I'm I'm like, really excited. It, 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 that it is dreamy. one of those that it does lose steam right to the the final act but you know but um I I enjoyed it
1: I'm really excited that you told me that I'm going to watch that tonight that's cool um, okay what do we have for number 19
0: the final destination <laughs> the even though this is Final Destination 4. Right. But this is where same t- we're getting to the Fast and Furious instead of uh, taking I away feel. words, we add a word. <laughs> the.
1: the Final Destination. <laughs> so Those movies don't work well from a point of view conversation standpoint. Have you ever seen The Final Destination? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From
0: so, so thousand plane? I'm like, no, no, this is the raceway. The. Yeah, listen, <laughs> the. <laughs> Well, so this was a 3D film, the, the first of th- Final Destination 3D. So this one was not shot in Canada, um, so I have not covered it. But I, I do remember seeing this with, in the theater with my friend. And it must have had pretty good 3D because uh, in the beginning of the film, there's a car going around, and it, one of them runs over a piece of metal, and the metal flies up at the screen. And I, I swear, I just had this smack. I moved my head back. like I felt like I felt it hit my head and I stuffed my head back in the theater. Oh, no. Yeah. It was just weird. But, that is um, weird. Yeah. And I was like, what? And my friend's like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> That's
1: crazy. crazy.
0: Um, that
1: That's the, like, honey, I shrunk the audience.
0: It, yeah. Best, best part of the film. And then it kind of went down from there. So out of all of them, this is the ones that is difficult to watch. Um, oh, it's really? Just, it's not as so, I And I blame that it, because it wasn't shot in Canada. <laughs>
1: Well, of course once you start taking them out of the prime locations
0: yeah sure. um, but they made up for the next one so no for me
1: okay I don't think I've seen it so I yield to you the final destination does not hold up uh, 20 is law-abiding citizen have you seen this Robert
0: I don't know what this is yeah
1: it's a good movie it has an implausible explanation towards the end where you're like really like that that's what happened but I feel like it's a really good thriller it's Jamie Fox Gerard Butler there's a few other um I want to say Cole Media is in it, but, uh, I don't think there's a better movie shot in Philadelphia for locations. They, they cover like, uh, they got access to, um, uh, one of the prisons. There's greater and then there's the other one, um, which they get actually filmed in the prison, which is really cool. It's an abandoned prison and they filmed in city hall and then they, they shot all around different parts. So I feel like they covered a lot of ground, which was really cool to see Is a guy from that hood. But, um, yeah, overall, it's uh, it's it keeps you on the edge of your seat. I,
0: I now that you said that, I may is Gerard actually in prison, and he gets out.
1: He's in he, prison.
0: He escapes, but gets back in prison. Okay.
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay. 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 Yeah, he he sneaks out of prison at night. Yes. And comes back into prison.
0: I have seen this.
1: Yeah, that was the implausible ending I'm talking
0: about. it's like, <laughs> really? so like, I do remember. I'm like, and then I'm like, I don't trust Gerard Butler anymore.
1: <laughs> you, know, you can just jump in and out?
0: Like, I'm sorry. Now, you've lost me for the rest of your career. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Apparently, a lot of others, too. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so, Little Liffy probably does not hold up. Yeah. And uh, number 21 is an amazing movie, one that Robert covered. Friday the 13th. They covered, like, the first four movies of Friday the 13th yeah. in this yes. spectacularly.
0: Part one is covered in the first 90 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh so obviously i went to see this in theater and i got a little excited because i think we started with the the red logos and you get your first and you don't realize like that's the last time you will hear that as well Uh, oh yeah i know um so i the 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 longest film has been around the more i have been giving it more appreciation Mm -hmm. um but it's still low on the list and i some people really like it, because they're like, it takes the best of everything, and I'm like, yeah, but then you get a little I don't know, underground minds, and
1: Yeah, the underground kind of thing was going yeah. on um, I actually saw this for the first time, all the way through Ooh. on July 4th this year, like a true American really? I watched this movie, <laughs> and I, I remember I like texted you or something, and I was like you know, I, I wasn't able to ever finish this movie I just lost interest um, but they it says it covers like the first four movies and you explained to me, like Oh, well, they cover it in, like, the first three scenes. Because I thought that was a cool premise on paper. Yeah. Like, oh, you're going to revisit the barn and, like, do a tribute to all the, yeah. you know, the beginning. I think that's pretty cool. But, man, they really just blew through those.
0: They, yeah. So, and Without touching say them, that, really. Yeah, they kind of like and this is where he wears the bag. And then, and then. <laughs> right. Voila! Then I think what twenty minutes in you get the title card. You're like, wait, what? Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, the title card's like almost a half an hour in. You're like,
0: oh, yeah. I forgot. Um, and they're like, all right, I, do, I I'm a fan of Jared Padalecki, so I thought he made a gold, good, good uh, final guy. Oh, um, great! Yeah, I, no, he's they, good. I think they modeled. He they gave him the Alice haircut from part one. Uh, <laughs> so I thought that was <laughs> really? a nice nod to her. Um, but yeah, so there's there's, there's pieces that work. Um, and there's, but overall, it's like uh, kind of. There's certain things, and you start thinking about like, like one. So Jason is a fantastic archer, that you know, mo- speeding boat at he's least like three hundred yards away, and just, just shot that. You know, yeah, um, he's a marksman. Travis Van Winkle at his assholiest, I think, is as <laughs> oh, yeah. good as the yeah uh, the. Yeah, so there's pieces that work, and there and there's a little bit. I shouldn't say shock that there's one. There's kind of two girls at the end, and actually one of them does die, and you're like, oh, I was not quite. Kind of mm-hmm. felt like she might have been being prepped for to be a final as well, but no. Yeah,
1: yeah. no, agreed. Yeah, um, yeah, there are there are some there's some small gems in there that you kind of appreciate, but overall, it's a pretty bad movie. Yeah, but great locations on set-jetter.com. Texas. Texas.
0: <laughs> Texas range, but yeah.
1: What, what part of Texas is this in? Is uh, near, near, Austin?
0: Al- near Austin, yeah, of course.
1: Okay, of course. Um, good shots here. Did you film this the same trip as Texas Chainsaw Massacre?
0: Yeah, so I was doing a lot. This was kind of during the floods, too. There's sort of certain pieces. I remember going, when I went to the, the main house, uh, <laughs> it was I kind of go through a little bit of a, not flooded air, but the street was like, it was like, oh, wow. I was through a lot of standing water. I'm like, should I be doing this? And I still did. So, and then, uh, Jeez. yeah, I think there was signs around and I just kind of did one of those, like, I'm going to pull up, take a bunch of pictures and leave again. Because even though it's a nice big house, it was still Texas.
1: <laughs> yeah. You don't know. Yeah. Don't risk it there, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, the barn I remember I went to, I was like, they told me I I was taking pictures, and they're like, you I can't just be taking pictures of whatever oh was
1: really like, they confronted yeah. you about it,
0: yeah, but it was a place where it was like a public you know <laughs> it was next to you know kind of not next to a state fair thing, but you know, there's something like that, And I'm like, all right, and then I'm like, yeah,
1: just, you didn't I'm just like go into somebody's property,
0: yeah, it was kind of a public so I really didn't care, but anyway, so you
1: can't just be taking pictures,
0: yeah like, <laughs> all right.
1: You don't have any women's rights in that trunk, do you? For us to get rid of?
0: Yeah, exactly. Get out of here.
1: Everything's bigger in Texas, especially the illiteracy illiter- the rate. <laughs> uh, but these are good shots. This is on the corner of Chestnut and Fayette Street in Bastro, Texas. Yeah,
0: I don't see what you're looking at, but I trust you. So. Oh, you
1: can't. I apologize. I'm not like, looking at anything. I'm just saying things out loud. You're,
0: you're saying made-up addresses. So. Yeah, uh,
1: this is Robert on uh, Wichita Street. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know I wasn't yeah, sharing. Um,
0: that is just down the street from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 bridge, where the, the opening of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, so it's almost Really? Yeah, walking distance if I remember right.
1: So, oh, it's that close. Yeah. Oh cool. You did a great job with this page. You did a good job finding this too. Honestly. Yeah,
0: I think so. most of those probably were found at the time. I don't remember, but
1: Yeah. Found yeah. by you, Robert. No. You're the Neil Armstrong of sets.
0: Um, I didn't go to the, uh, where the camp was supposed to be. I think somebody else did, because I think I was there over, like, Labor Day weekend. Like, it, it was, I it just know it'd be crazy, and and I didn't know if some, because of the floods and stuff, I didn't know if certain things would be open either, either way, so.
1: No, that makes sense. Was yeah. was the camp in, also in Texas?
0: Uh, yeah. So, I, I think this was entirely shot in Texas, so. Okay. But.
1: I did like the opening with, um when they show Cap Crystal Lake signs, that was kind of a cool touch in this movie. You know, yeah. made you feel a little nostalgic.
0: There's pieces, I'm like, yeah, they wouldn't have been, you know, like, and they're just, I think we would have done it differently, and I think it should work. Mm-hmm. It probably works better. They could have moved it, they should have done kind of what they did with the Texas Tank Shaw Massacre and say, you know what, this is taking place in that same period. This is taking place in 1982, or whatever you decide, you know, yeah. Uh, rather than upping it to, you know, like, current times, you know, uh, Crystal right, Lake, good point. everybody's doing, you know, this is the rich people at Crystal Lake, but.
1: <laughs> Current times.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, this is the barn?
0: This is the barn, so. Obviously, this is not, this visit was not obviously too soon after, it was probably just a few years, so obviously not much has changed. I assume you not know, much has still changed.
1: You know what we could do to get into elusive locations where people mm-hmm. don't want us filming? Say we're from the news, and you be the cameraman, and I'll be the reporter in like a suit. And i will be like, we want to get your opinion on, you know, whatever local thing they're supporting yep. on, like, Republicans and, like, how great they are. You know, if we talk to you to be on the news, they'll be like, come on in. Why don't you get yourself some some boots <laughs> and some hot dog? And then you go in there and you'll be filming. But I'll be like, yeah. yes, this is Brick Ticklet here calling with uh, – and that way we'll get all these locations. Yeah. And none the wiser are them.
0: they would be like, why is your cameraman wearing a Madonna shirt?
1: <laughs> right. Why Why is your microphone a pencil? Uh <laughs> <Right.
0: sighs> <sighs> Uh, this it, yeah. this
1: guy bothered me uh, in the scene. The guy that was in there working.
0: Yeah, he
1: Just, was like, I don't, I don't understand the angle.
0: No, it was he's supposed to be kind of probably hillbilly and stuff like that, and he's doing weird stuff up in the, the barn loft. Yeah, and, but they're selling weed, like. Yeah, it was a whole weird. Crystal Lake is a huge weed farm from, <laughs> based on the way the movie is set up. But
1: yeah, the weed didn't pay off with anything. It wasn't like, oh, Jason got high and became nice. Yeah. They just throw in a lot of weed for like yeah. no reason in this movie.
0: And if they were, if they wanted to do more outrageous, you know, they could be saying, you know what, Jason keeps everybody out of our weed farms.
1: That would he'd make like, sense.
0: Yeah, and they'd be like, we this in return, we let him do what he wants, and then everybody, you know, you you wander in, you disappear.
1: Right, that would make sense, you know. Yeah. But then they'd
0: be then, kind of like, yeah, Crystal Lake is in on it, kind of like those damn Haddonfielders, you know, like
1: those damn Haddonfield. <laughs> Evil dies tonight. Um, but yeah, you did a great job with this this uh, set. Where is this at? Is this the house?
0: Yeah. So this is kind of the my sneak fix. I think there was cars there at the time. Yeah. So uh, I just, I think I might have knocked on the door. Oh, really? I, yeah. Just because I'm like, oh, just in case, you might you might have somebody nice, but.
1: Nobody answered?
0: No. So then I was like, I, then it's still Texas. I'm like, well, I got to go.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not, that's not dilly dally. Yep. Yeah. Back to the barn.
0: Yeah. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of back and forth in this.
1: this I, like it. I like when you do that. You're like, back to the barn. Because in my mind, I figured that you drove somewhere and then drove back just to get the shot later for continuity. I
0: everything in sequential order. That's right. So it was like, the next day I had to go back again.
1: Yeah, Robert <laughs> drove 60 miles to get the same <laughs> shot again, but in the daytime. But no, this is good. This is, a, this is a really good page, though. I think you did good work on this. Thanks. Um, okay, and also check out Robert's website. There is locations map, so you whippersnappers out there can actually look at the Google Maps and visit these locations for yourself if you feel inclined. All right?
0: Yes, absolutely, yep. All across the U.S. and Canada. And Canada. Yeah.
1: Uh, okay, so Friday 13th, 2009, we agreed, does not hold up. Correct. 22 is my bloody Valentine. This is the remake of... I don't remember when the original was. i want gonna say like eighty-two or something.
0: Eighty I w I wanna say. So okay. um but yeah. So this has his supernatural co-star Jensen Ackles. Uh oh, <laughs> and yeah. this one was in three D and also has the great Tom Atkins in it. So uh this one kinda actually it did hold up for me. Um mm-hmm. just, even though it I think they kinda got it right and they kind of made it they it made it overly gory because kinda yeah, you know, this was a time three D people audiences kind of wanted that. Uh, as well, so, uh, yeah. so... For the most part, this this held, this does held up. I'll, I'll watch I, it again.
1: I agree, and I, I feel like they had to up the game anyway with the gore, because around this time you had, like, Piranha 3D coming out, and there was all these, like, you just had to... You know, Saw was in full swing, and they had to, like, really up the game. And I feel like My Bloody Valentine, this the 2009 one, did a pretty good job at that. Yeah. I, I don't like it as much as the original, because I, I kind of like that classic old look with the stuff they're doing, but... Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't it was not a disappointment for what it is yeah um 23 is dude drag me to hell robert i didn't know you did this jim
0: um just briefly and so the pictures don't quite match up i don't think i even own this so uh, i remember seeing this in the theater and it was kind of a wild experience uh yeah this is pre-alamo days of course um but uh but yeah and i think i was kind of pleasantly surprised because i was like yeah. what is you know, happening here and but yeah. yeah. So, so the house is up kind of near, uh, kind of the Echo Park area, and then I think the bank is not too far from you.
1: Yes, the bank is actually a gym now.
0: Um, oh, is it? Okay.
1: Yeah, I park in this parking lot like twice a week to go to the store. Yeah. And I've always wanted to film something here because they still have the teller window on you know, oh, really? the drive-through. Yeah, but it's 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 not used. So I wanted to do like a Godfather spoof, like the toll booth, but he gets shot up with like a super soaker or something. <laughs> but it's just like it's this whole side of the building that's unused. So yeah, uh, but yeah, that's a it's a cool spot.
0: Yeah. Did you um, see this?
1: Did you say this was pre-Alamo days or something?
0: Yeah, before I yeah. So there was lots of talking and stuff going oh, on. Oh, is that in the fight? was you a know, wild experience. Yeah, <laughs> because you know, when we were in the theater, people were kind of like, duh. you know, like, and the movie is kind of made for that, you know, because there's kind of some. uh outrageousness you know kind of going on and stuff like that you weren't quite expecting so um yeah. but yeah so in that respect it does hold up but it's not one i revisit very often
1: i think it's a gym in this picture too yeah. shape it is this the sign oh
0: okay yep but that, it's something that, else that, now okay. so
1: but yeah, yeah but you don't revisit this every a lot
0: no no and i think okay. we have, yeah cal state northridge there it is That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the department of psychology yeah
1: you got it on a rainy day
0: it was a super rainy day. This was the time where there was actually snow on the mountains in L.A. It yeah. was super cold. And I think we were there for the Oscars or something like that. So, Makes uh, sense. Yeah.
1: It only rains like once a year here, and it's in February.
0: Yeah, that was it. So Los Angeles. I need to watch my typos. Um, so <laughs> it's Union not Station. you. Yeah. <laughs> it's Dixie. That's the, that's the way you say it. Uh, yeah, Union Station, which is used obviously quite a bit in films. And there's Allison Loman.
1: Oh, very nice. Where? Uh, what? Where is uh, it?
0: Sh- this was a, I think, uh, this was a horror movie coming but I can't tell you which one.
1: Was Eddie Dee's in there?
0: He was not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> have you Have you spoke to him recently?
0: I have not, so he maybe he's still incarcerated. I don't. Know. I haven't seen
1: anything on him. I've been following his yep. story since his attack. <laughs> um, uh, but yep. Drive Me to Hell does not hold up for you.
0: Uh, not really. No.
1: Oh, and here's you with Justin Long. And Justin Long. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, okay, um, and number 24 is Halloween 2. This was another, what was that?
0: <laughs> Rob Zombie's Halloween
1: 2. Rob Zombie's Zombie. Halloween 2, of course.
0: Uh, but yeah, so this, um, obviously, I i will go to I will go to any Halloween, uh, even Rob Zombie in the theater, because I'm like, I need to see what they're doing. So at first, That's I started fine. to like this movie, because what I liked about it is that it opened with uh, the hospital, and they were like, stitching her up or whatever and i'm like oh this is interesting because we rarely get to see what happened to the final girl right after you know um just you know how is she kind of stitched together and stuff like that you know usually they just oh yeah you know, it's years later if they show up in a sequel or, or anything like that so um so yeah so i like that and then of course a little bit like the friday the 13th where we have this huge 20 minute opening that it must most of it must be a dream you know because <laughs> She wakes up, you know, and it's it's a yeah. year later or two years later, depending on which version you're looking at. Um, but yeah, and then I'm like, Well, then that you just wasted my time, you know. Stuff yeah. stuff that didn't count.
1: Yeah, um, at that point it's why do they do it? And yeah. just a crowbar on this, I want to read a, a little nugget from Robert's page just to show you the gratuitous alliteration and beautiful dialect that Rod Robert uses. And that line is while this is about Halloween two, two thousand nine, while it is still not a good movie. There were a few nuggets of greatness sprinkled throughout that I give this film a passing grade. Which I th- I'm being sincere. I think that's very well written. You're a good writer.
0: Well, thanks. I was like, D- I must have given a passing grade. So um, we do have, actually, this is sh- not shot for the movie, but they did shoot, reused a couple of scenes from the first film. So we have this uh, North Hills uh, Hospital, which is also for Halloween, too.
1: Yep, Smith Grove, uh, Stan.
0: I was just by there, but uh, yeah, mostly shot in Georgia, so you would recognize this from most recently Dr. Sleep and the Vacation Remake and all sorts of things. Vampire Diaries, I think, was shot out there.
1: I That's would one. recognize it from yeah. uh, Dr. Sleep. I would not recognize it from the Vacation Remake because I want yeah. to be watching that trash.
0: <gasps> oh my gosh, wait until we talk about... I.
1: Why would they touch that movie?
0: It's a guilty pleasure.
1: Yeah. All right. I, I I haven't seen it, so I don't yeah, know anything. The, it
0: might anyway. be great. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I probably might went overboard with my locations, but yeah. So if you flip down, yeah. some let's see what other locations there are. So this is the street. I actually went and did night shots, uh, as well, for some of these things to try oh. to replicate as much as I can. So I stayed at a a bed and breakfast, which you'll see in a little bit. Um, So, there's the Myers house, again, obviously different than the last movie, but...
1: Very nice.
0: Yeah. Um, This, I did not go any farther than the road for Sheriff Brackett's house, Um, but you can see that there. Uh, This was my bed and breakfast I stayed at. So, my room I chose to be in was actually the Margot Kidder's therapist office. Oh, that's so cool. the film. So, uh, I requested to stay in that room. And... (laughs) That's so of, cool. Take a lot of pictures and stuff like that. So yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Of course, so you, you, have you can
0: to. act. You can stay in a Halloween location, and that
1: is at the Twelve
0: Oaks Bed and Breakfast. Yeah. So and that's been used in multiple films as well. So, um, and then I think if you go down, I think, um, or maybe at the end. So uh, they they did have a. There's the knife. Yeah. Rob Zombie gave them a, a prop from the movie as a oh thing. sweet. So and if you go to the last picture, you can see how big that knife actually is. The last picture in that gallery, but
1: oh wow, that's a massive is, knife. It, but
0: you have to remember Tyler Main. How how tall is he? He's probably like almost seven feet tall. But uh, right. he probably have to have a pretty big knife so it doesn't look like he has like a little switchblade.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Point yeah. of reference. Yeah, that's cool. They like they let like you hold it. What was it like yeah. a case or something?
0: No, they just I think it was in a drawer somewhere. So, but
1: oh, they just brought it out.
0: Yeah, they're like, oh, you might like this. You know, like yeah. <laughs>
1: And then you're like, oh, this is a prop. Like, a prop? We don't even know what you're talking about. It's a real bloody knife. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's true. (laughs) Here, hold this. Get your prints Uh, all over uh, it. Um, I stayed at this hotel. (laughs) Oh, nice. In Atlanta, so I could get the actual shots. This Uh, is
1: a nice area, too.
0: Yeah, so downtown Atlanta. and That way I didn't feel too weird walking to the hotel taking pictures. It's like, hey, I'm staying here.
1: I'm a guest.
0: So there
1: now we now we have to kiss your ass sir
0: can we kiss anything (laughs) yep it's a nice hotel so
1: uncle um, meets java hole (laughs) (laughs)
0: uh yeah this then you know it's a zombie film right Um, well of course so yeah so these people were nice too let me take some pictures inside and there shots uh, yeah uncle Meat. i I even do deleted scenes this is a deleted scene that's
1: (laughs) you're a craftsman
0: I feel like this is where I go to the nth degree a little too much. So, so it's this is the street where um, uh, the Ewan McGregor character gets dropped off. Uh, this one? Yeah, the one right above it, and where the bus stops, uh, and he walks into town. So that's there. This is the back parking lot, and then the Rabbit and Red Lounge.
1: Very nice. But um, yeah, like all it.
0: all in Georgia, and mostly around
1: in Georgia and the Haddonfield Police Department is located yeah. in Morgan County. <laughs> Morgan County courthouse. Oh, so
0: nice. uh, yeah, I even went to this spot. Yeah, so even random, oh, cool, weird spots or happened upon. So I think you did a great job with this yeah. page.
1: You really went all out. Actually,
0: I did. you know, I went all out if I went and do night shoots. But yeah,
1: <laughs> who did you meet from this?
0: Uh, probably most of the cast, I think. Um, Red Dwarf. There's Michael. Look how tall he is. That's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, no, he's massive.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, very cool. Yeah. Great job on this. Yeah. Um, what do you? What is your verdict on Halloween too?
0: As a Halloween fan, I actually. Yeah. Uh, I will rewatch this every once in a while. But sure. In, in general, no, it's not. It's not really part of what I consider the Halloween.
1: Right, but as a true fan, you'll keep yeah. it in the canon and like watch yeah, I, it. I
0: will. Yeah. So
1: uh 25 is last house on the left uh i have seen the original robert have not seen this one. Oh, i kind of like this one
0: uh yeah <laughs> yeah I, 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 would, I would give this one a watch i haven't seen it in a while um but i i thought they kind of did a good job of uh, you know one of the things that i should say scares me you know that works for me is like being trapped into like how are we going to get out of here you know like so agreed, agreed. Th- those type of movies work for me
1: gives you the chilly willies
0: yeah uh, it does go one step too far with the kind of very end
1: but, uh, the original went one step too far yeah. I-, I can only imagine uh, that this one was like but out of control it was,
0: it was kind of fun funny cuz you're like oh my gosh i can't believe they're doing that but oh really it 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 it, and, okay, it, it ended for me kind of on a chuckle because of it so
1: what, were they doing some kind of human centipede kind of thing
0: no just like oh jeez like something like
1: that okay i got gotcha. you <laughs> Because the anyway. original went too far, once up too far, so I'm like, it, I'm sure this is like.
0: In a, in a different sort of way. But yeah, so anyway, yeah, I would have a, a free, scary night.
1: Yeah, Last house on the left 26 is 500 Days of Summer. Uh, this is your friend Joe, he's in this movie. Yes. This is um, a good movie.
0: Uh, I, I liked it at the time. I haven't revisited. I'm not one for romantic comedies, or whatever. I'm not sure if this would be really considered a comedy, but. Uh, I think
1: it's like a smart romantic comedy. Yeah. I mean, it, it's you're right, and I agree. I'm not a big fan of rom-coms, but I am a fan of dance musical sequences in the street that are impromptu. So I, I, I do like that they do cool stuff like that in this.
0: Yeah. I feel like La La, La, La Land stole a little bit from from this, either on purpose or yes,
1: not. Yes, I can see that.
0: But- um, um yeah and i went to the bench you know what they I, I think it's still there they have a little plaque on it the 500 days bench in downtown los angeles oh, uh, nice. next to angels flight so i should I, sh- I should cover this movie so but i have not
1: all right yeah you should right. that would be good to see yeah see your work. still holds up for me i give a thumbs up a pinky toe up for 500 days of summer
0: um
1: what
0: is like, 27? Uh, it's another remake, uh, <laughs> The Stepfather. So I'm a stepfather. huge fan of the 1987 Stepfather. And so they remade it uh, in 2009, obviously. Um, And so I try to let go. I'm like, because I love the first one so much. I'm like, you can't remake it. Um, and it, it it just doesn't fare as well. And I, I go back to it. I'm like, you know what? In 2009, there's... In in the eighties, she was writing newspapers and trying to find you know more about this guy. Or whatever, two thousand nine, you you're like I'm just gonna Google this guy, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna find this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that makes perfect sense. I, I haven't seen this one. I have seen the original. I do like the original a lot, but I do like that you brought that up because there's so many. There's a few remakes that I can think of at the top of my head where you're like oh, you you could you could find this out. Like there's ways to Google this guy. Um, but that's interesting. But th- th- this. Was this like a an embarrassment to the to the original kind of thing, or uh,
0: kind you, of? I was just like, oh, really? just yeah, because the, the original. I don't know if you've seen, so it's just I just. I have, yeah, yeah. So,
1: I I, I think I've seen all of them. They made a few sequels too.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, Stepfather Two, Make Room for Daddy. Uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> they get creepy. They get weird and kind of bad. But, yeah. Um, I do like them. I do like yeah, this. So.
0: So yeah, so they shot. Uh, well, the beginning takes place, I think, in Colorado or something. Of course, in Santa Clarita, uh, <laughs> just add some snow.
1: Yeah, just throw some snow there. It makes yeah. perfect sense.
0: People will not know any any, any difference. So, uh, so, yeah, a lot of South Pasadena uh, and the kind of. I'm, I'm sure if he's. I'm not even sure where it's supposed to take place, but. Um, what
1: is this scene here? Why are there cops outside?
0: Um, oh, Domestic disturbance. The, yeah, the neighbor across the street mysteriously died. Oh. And they're like, hmm, I wonder what happened. Mysterious. And so, and then it, the main house is of course across the street from that. So, um, th- these were way before I was doing my uni, um, bringing screenshots. So I just did my best to take. Oh, some I got gotcha. you back then.
1: Kevin Walsh,
0: yeah. So he's a, he would be a good you know stepfather, but he'd also be recognizable. You know, like yeah, you yeah. can put a beard on him, but he's good looking enough. Like yeah, I know that guy. <laughs> yeah,
1: you could you point him out of the lineup for yeah. sure. Um, okay, so Stepfather does not hold up. No. Yeah. All right. Uh, Twenty-eight is Saw Six.
0: No. So as you know, I'm a big fan of two through four. Um, after that, they really begin to fail. And is this the insurance one? I think, if I remember right, but um, maybe. Yeah. So. No, I
1: think it is because yeah.
0: yeah. Which uh, right? uh, a, a lot of times, yeah, it is the ones because they were like people were like. Theoretically, we should like, yeah, we want to see insurance people get it forever charged, you know. But it just doesn't. It, it felt like we were, he was, um, uh, putting the the cast of the office on <laughs> through saw, you know, like because that is like yeah, it like, no, yeah, and was like, oh, this, you know, this we are just
1: employees at in her sixties.
0: Yeah, she was a secretary, and you did nothing. You just kept doing your job, you know, like like well, what is she supposed to do, you know?
1: Right? Yeah. Yeah. What is she gonna do? Get fired? Like,
0: yeah. So. Poor Phyllis, you know, gets killed because <laughs> right. Phyllis. Uh, they should do a saw office. I would love it. That they, would totally just smash things up, you know.
1: And it would be Dwight that takes it takes them yeah. out. Yeah. Um, fantastic. Saw 6 though, I wasn't a big fan of.
0: No. No. And you're right, uh, this is where paranormal took over Halloween. Time for the next few years
1: yeah they slid into the yep they have the crown at this point for halloween uh for a few years running and finally number 29 is public enemies robert's favorite actor johnny depp playing john <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding I, I know you don't like johnny depp um good move good movie though this is a non tim burton-esque wacky film this is where he's he's like on his game um it's about john dillinger in the 30s um Uh, And it's his biopic. And I I think it's a really good job. Um, What's really interesting, too, about this time is how violent these gangsters were. They would just, like, mow down cops with, like, machine guns in, like, the 30s. And these bank robberies took place in the Midwest. It wasn't, like, New York or L.A. It was, like, Iowa and, you know, all these places because the police departments were so primitive then that they could really just, like, hit these towns and then, like, drive off into, like, some other small town and, like, disappear. And they did this for years. So, um, there's really, really, really good movie that really interesting. And from what I've read, it's fairly um, accurate.
0: Okay, well, that's I will. Maybe I'll take a look.
1: Take a gander.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but that's the uh, those are honorable mentions. Two thousand nine. So uh, I think you're right, Robert. We had some good some good gems in there. What do you think?
0: Yeah, yeah. For the most part, there's a few that I've rewatched. Though, yeah, not as good as previous years, but no. this is obviously that was the last of the, aught <laughs> not decade.
1: That was the last of the aughts. Yeah. Yes. Not as good as the decade as the '90s or yeah. the '80s, yeah. but kind of a darker, finer <laughs> footing. <laughs> uh, but can't look away. What is your 2009? Can't look away, sir.
0: I had a hard time choosing this one, but because uh, I was like, "Oh, it could be any of them," but I chose the Uninvited, which I'll just I'll say you probably have not seen.
1: Uh, what is it about?
0: Um, two sisters. Um, their mother has passed away, and their daughter. I mean, their, their dad now has a new girlfriend that's staying with them.
1: Oh yeah,
0: and there's Elizabeth tour. Banks is in this. Yeah, Elizabeth Banks. Uh, I think I have she, seen she it. She plays a great not like you know like you don't trust her and stuff like that. She, she's um, like the
1: the stepmom, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then um but yeah, so and there's a twist in there and it could be just me being dumb and we won't give it away here. But I was just like I was like, "Oh, I I did not figure that out."
1: <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I don't, I don't remember.
0: And so I was like, "Damn!" It. And I think that's why I have this as my can't look away because I'm like, you know what, this move you've you got me, you know. Uh, yeah,
1: like it got you.
0: Yeah, I was like, I should I should have figured that out. And I think this is actually a remake of a probably a Japanese film or something as well. But um,
1: yeah, that's what it says here.
0: Is it okay? Which when you see it, South, like, South oh.
1: Korean horror film, A Tale yeah. of Two Sisters.
0: Okay, I remember yeah. it was a yeah foreign film of some sort, but. Um, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, I liked it.
1: The uninvited. I'll have to give this a rewatch. Yeah. What, what were you wrestling with? What was like another one? Was it the um, one we covered before? Yeah, it
0: was the ones we covered before. I was like, oh, should it be fired up? Or is it seventeen again? But I was like, oh, oh okay. just, they they were funny and whatever, but I'm like, this is the one and I was like, oh I do oh, this is I kind know. of a not not as well known, you know.
1: The uninvited.
0: Yeah. And usually I stay away from teenage girl movies, but
1: Yeah. Was this in the same vein as The Orphan that came out around this time?
0: Um maybe. Yeah, I mean it was it was kind of the color desaturated times of <laughs> the horror movies and stuff like that, but and it it still works. I'm not sure if the next orphan will work for me. Like I think too much time has passed, but
1: yeah, true. Have you do you remember the movie The Orphan?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Do you remember when that came out? There were like uh you know, adoption agencies and things that were like, oh, this gives a bad name, The Orphan. I'm like, it's about like a killer woman posing. Like, it's not, I don't think anybody is taking offense or making it plausible. They're not yeah. going to stop adopting children because yeah. of
0: this. But it, the, like, the Orphan was, is that next year? I don't even know when it came out. Uh, it's a fun, it's a fun I watch, so. you know, because you're like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like The Uninvited. I'm like, what, part of me is like, I think what happened in The Uninvited is like, I, about two thirds away from the movie, I'm like, what am I supposed to be figuring out here? You know, like it's something, I just be not, yeah, know, it's just weird. So same thing, I think the orphan were like, what, what are we trying to figure out about this girl? You know?
1: Right. Yeah. There was like some piece missing there. Like, yeah. what, what am I missing here? Like what's happening? But anyway, and then you're like, oh, okay.
0: But I, I give it a recommend. Okay. Now, good to know. Now you can't look away.
1: Oof. I don't <laughs> give it a recommend. I do not give Paul Blart, Malkop any recommendations. Not to be confused with observe and report with Seth, Seth Rogan the same movie that came out that year <laughs> um, or a year later. Uh, Paul about Mar cop is really bad, but there are some scenes that I will just like cackle over and over again like there's a scene where he's on one of those uh, you know those little like scooters that you stand up on the Segways yeah and he's like pulling over people in their wheelchairs going too fast in the mall and, like, writing him tickets, like, he, he he's, like, this guy that wanted to be a cop, and, of course, he's, like, not qualified, so he's, like, a mall cop, but he treats it like a real police job, and he's just constantly getting in trouble and yelling at, and um, the, the thing I like best about this movie is not um, Kevin James, it's these supporting characters, they have, like, the drunk that's always singing karaoke at, like, Ruby Tuesdays, like, 70s songs, and, like, they cover, like, mall people that, like, take their job too seriously when they're just, like, a jewelry salesman, like they, they make fun of like the mall culture a lot, which I think gotcha. is funny. But it is a bad movie. It, there's an over-the-top like bank robbery going on, and um. But if it's on, I'll definitely give it a watch. It is. I, it does have some parts that you're like they're definitely YouTube worthy.
0: I have not seen it. Where does this fall in comparison to Corky Romano?
1: <laughs> oh, it it does not touch Corky it Romano. Doesn't it. No, no. Watch Corky Romano always before this. All right. Yeah, it's two. It's two numbers down from Corky. I okay. Would say.
0: Gotcha. It's like, I, yeah,
1: I did. There's Corky Romano, and then there's going lower, there's Paul Blart, and then there's Night at the Roxbury.
0: Oof. Oof. So it's
1: better than Roxbury, not as good as Corky.
0: (laughs) Not as good Okay. okay. I I don't, if I'm perusing through, I don't know (laughs) if I could even actually stop. I'm like, I might have to say, oh, I'm sorry. I was going to, but then I had to wash my hair.
1: (laughs) Don't quote me on this, but I feel like there were sequels (laughs) to... Paul Bart Mall Cop too.
0: I feel like there was too. So if it made any sort of money, they're like, "Hey, he's not doing anything during the summer."
1: It made one hundred eighty three million. <laughs> Oof, off a budget of twenty six million.
0: So of course they, you know, this is why we have Big Mama's House too. You know.
1: Yes, they yeah they did Paul Bart uh, Mall Cop too, in I'd Miami
0: say. or something. I bet, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Usually you go to Miami for the sequel.
1: Yeah, you have to go to Miami or you have to go to a European country. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you have to go you know, in Italy or something. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like Big Mama's House too. You make so much money, you're going to just keep doing it. Yeah. Um,
0: I just okay. I didn't know. Because uh, we were talking about The Orphan. I'm like, did that come? It did come out the same year. Somehow it didn't make our, our list. But yeah, The oh, really? Orphan did come out in 2009 as well. Oh, interesting. That would have been a great double feature at the drive-in.
1: You know what else came out in two thousand nine that didn't make the list? Mm-hmm. The Road with Viggo Mortensen. The Road. Oh, okay. Um, it was a Cormac McCarthy book that they made into a movie about the apocalypse, and yeah, yeah. I don't know if you ever seen that though, but that's a great movie. But I, I'm so I'm glad, not glad. I, I'm not surprised that wasn't on Box Office Mojo because I think it was only released. I think it lost money and it only was or released like end, six yeah. theaters.
0: Yeah, gotcha. Um, <laughs> Six theaters, I'm like I don't know what
1: happened. Yeah, yeah, you see that a lot too, because they just want to get the award. Yeah, non, So they'll just release it anywhere, and sometimes they New York. Well, yeah, exactly. But then sometimes they won't release them nationally, and they like lose money. But it's worth it because now you have these like Oscars flown. So, but that's a good flick. Yeah. All right, that's going to be our show tonight. Thank you, Robert Patterson, for being on the show and check out his work. Her always at set jetter.com. Uh, Robert, did you have anything else? No, I'm good. Thank you for listening, fine people of Omaha, fine people of Los Angeles, and fine people of the world. We will see you on the set.